How often do you try and manufacture success? Entrepreneurs work really hard. They also work a little too hard, in my opinion, at making it look like they don't work that hard at all. Did you just land a huge client? Oh, what a happy accident. Did you just meet someone incredibly well-known in your industry and they agreed to promote your stuff? My, how these magical things just happen to a person. I mean, come on. They don't just happen. We make them happen. Welcome back to Why Are We Shouting? With me, Jill Salzman, here to help entrepreneurs get down to business. I want to talk to you about small business blunders, ways that entrepreneurs shine, and valuable lessons about growing your biz. Why? Because I run the number one platform that helps mom entrepreneurs to build better businesses. It's called The Founding Moms, and we're always looking for women who want to get better at marketing, branding, and sales. It's a pretty awesome place. You can see it for yourself at foundingmoms.com. This week, we've got first of a two-parter, folks. Remember back to my first episode of this here podcast in the episode titled The Paul Rudd Story. I explained how I'd accidentally gotten Paul Rudd's attention and ended up getting my partner paid thanks to his impromptu TV appearance. Well, was it really accidental? We all dream of manufacturing success. That's what we do as entrepreneurs. Use our creativity to turn the ideas that we have in our heads into cold, hard cash. But the ways in which we all do it is different. And mine has always felt like a series of accidents. So I started to wonder recently whether they're not so much surprises as they are shocking reactions to the ways that I've achieved success. Not only did I get Paul Rudd's attention by writing him a letter years ago that was, much to my surprise, delivered to him backstage at a late night talk show. But I also wrote a letter to Gwen Stefani. You can hear the full story about that one in the episode titled The Gwen Stefani Boost. It landed my product back in the day in People Magazine. Then there was that famous letter that got me a press pass to cover the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony at the age of 16. You can hear that full story in the episode titled The Real Eddie Vedder Drama. So is it all just about writing letters and getting them to celebrities in crafty ways? Maybe. But then it happened again. There was no letter this time. I was living in Los Angeles back in 2002 when Rosie O'Donnell published her book, Find Me. Part memoir, part mystery. The inside flap tells us that it's an utterly original tale that'll break your heart as it heals it. It's told in Rosie's candid, moving voice. It lists her many accomplishments. Comedian, actress, talk show host, producer, benefactor, editorial director, mother, friend. When I was living in L.A. back in 2002, my mother also happened to adore Rosie O'Donnell. This was during Rosie's reign as queen of TV when she hosted the Rosie O'Donnell show. The Barnes & Noble near me had a poster up announcing Rosie's arrival to her book signing in a week. 
and I knew that I had to be there. My mom didn't live in LA, so I figured that I could head to the signing and send my mom an autographed copy of the book. I knew it would bring her a lot of joy. When I got to the signing, the line was endless. But the dutiful daughter that I was, I waited and waited and waited. As the line inched closer, I could hear Rosie's booming voice, even though I couldn't see her yet. Then I got a very silly idea. I took out my cell phone, called my mom, and told her to just hang out on the phone. When I was going to get up to Rosie for her signature, my mom would be able to hear the interaction, and she'd be tickled pink by getting an up-and-close and almost personal experience with Rosie. It would make her year. She did agree to stay on the call, as predicted, and I put my phone back in my pocket. Just before I walked up to the table, I got worried that the call would be muffled by my pants pocket, so I took it out and I held it in my hand. In 2022, this sounds pretty normal. Everyone does it. But back in the olden days of 2002, it wasn't a thing yet. How do I know? Because as I approached the table, Rosie saw that I was holding the phone and she asked if I was on a call with someone. I was so apologetic. I explained how sorry I was, how rude of me, but my mom is a huge fan and was on the phone waiting to hear her voice. Rosie didn't miss a beat. All she said was, give me the phone. And then she proceeded to have an entire conversation with my mom. Maybe it was all of five minutes long? I don't remember, but it seemed like an eternity. They laughed, they cried, and oh, how it made my mother's year. Would you believe it if I told you that this story was my practice run? Because I did it again. I was in another bookstore line. This time, it was in downtown Chicago. It was 2013. Randy Zuckerberg, Facebook COO and sister to the infamous Mark Zuckerberg, had just released her children's book called Dot, and I had a pile of tech friends interested in supporting the tech star. So I went along for the ride. I didn't know all that much about Randy, but standing in a very long line, I realized pretty quickly that an awful lot of people did. Then I got a very silly idea. What if I could convince Randy to speak at a future Founding Moms event? I mean, she was a mom, hence the kids' book. She was a mom entrepreneur who might have had a heart for fellow mom entrepreneurs. She lived in San Francisco, and at the time we had a founding exchange in San Francisco. It just made a lot of sense. Off to the side of the line was a very handsome man in a very expensive suit. Too expensive for a bodyguard, but just fancy enough that I knew he must have had something to do with Randy. I cut out a line and I walked right over to him, business card in hand. Do you work with Randy, I asked. He nodded. I explained that it would be my pleasure to invite her to speak at my company's event in a month, even though we had no such event planned yet. And would he consider passing along my business card to her? He gave me his. I followed up with him the next day. Then again a week later. He replied that Randy was indeed interested. And could I send the details of the event because she'd love to be there? Randy was our featured speaker at the Founding Moms Exchange in San Francisco several months later. She was a delight. Gracious, brilliant, and generous with her time. I'm still grateful to her for joining us, 
and I'm still more grateful that her assistant was kind enough to pass along my message. Are all of these accidents accidents? Are they examples of manufactured success? Does all of this end up happening merely because I know to ask people for exactly what I'm hoping to see happen? Maybe. I'll let you decide. Want to hear an even crazier story? It's coming next week. You don't call. You don't write. Why not do both? Text or call me at 708-872-7878 and leave me a message so that I can talk to you in a future episode. Then go to ratethispodcast.com slash why are we shouting and leave a review. It helps other listeners discover these entrepreneurial stories so that they can build better businesses. Shout out to Lindsay, Aaron, Randy Zuckerberg, Rosie O'Donnell, and her best friend, my mom, for making this podcast with me. And thanks to you for listening. I'll see you next week. <laughs>